Welcome to Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve podcast, where you get a guaranteed return on investment of your time as we cut your learning curve with the information you can apply to your farming operation immediately. Extreme Ag, we've already made the mistakes, so you don't have to. Managing your farm's water resources is a critical component to a successful and sustainable farming operation. Advanced Drainage Systems helps farmers just like you increase their yields up to 30% with their technologically advanced water management products. Visit ADSPipe.com to see how they can keep your business flowing. Now, here's your host, Damian Mason. Greetings and welcome to another fantastic episode of Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve. You know, we used to call it a podcast. It's so much more than that. It's a video. It's an audio. It's information, insights, and experiences that you can absorb by listening to or viewing or both that you can then apply these lessons and these experiments to your farm. You know, the guys that founded Extreme Ag do trials and they try out all kinds of new stuff every day on their farming operations they are looking at new practices, new methods, new business ways of looking at their operation and also new products. Today, we're talking about a new product. It's a product from Hefty Naturals. They have been in the biologicals for a number of years. And we're going to talk with Lee Lubers. He's one of the founders of Extreme Ag, large-scale farming operation in Gregory, South Dakota. He has been using the biologicals from Hefty Naturals for a number of years with a great deal of experience with that. In a previous episode, we talked about a product called Heat Shield. Matt Thompson, who's on this episode, the brand manager of Hefty Naturals, explained the whole background of Heat Shield. And we also had their lead agronomist, Rob Fritz, on to talk about real world application. Now we're going to talk about the evolution from Heat Shield to a product called NutraShield, a product that works as a talc. You dump it in your seed box for just about any crop. And that way, if you don't have the capability of doing in-furrow application at time of planting, you still can get the benefit of a biological that will help your plants be more successful. All right, Matt, talk to me. In a previous episode, we talked about Heat Shield. Now we're moving on to NutraShield. Give me some of the genesis of NutraShield. Sure. I just want to say, I think I want to hire you. I mean, that was the one of better explanations of NutraShield and, and how it works in the market. I think you did better than some of our agronomists within Hefty. So because agronomists, agronomists are out there climbing around in soil pits and I'm an actually I mean, marketing guy. I was, right? I was, I was kind of impressed by that. That's, that's impressive. So NutraShield, uh, launched it here this past spring, February 2021 is really when we brought it to market. Uh, so limited phases coming out this, this past year, full, full launch for us in 2022. Basically, you're dealing with two of our linchpin or foundational products in our seed treatment, NutraCycle and Heat Shield. So when a customer buys a bag of hefty corn or a bag of soybeans that's been treated with hefty complete, they have two packages of biologicals in that bag of seed, and that's NutraCycle and Heat Shield. Uh, we've learned that, you know, the capabilities of the average grower across the United States, only about a third of them have the ability from an inferral perspective. So uh, we've really been limited in our success of launching a particular product that goes on as a seed treatment or as inferral capabilities. So this past February, we found an opportunity where we can incorporate the biological products of NutriCycle and Heat Shield into a talc-based product that goes right into the planter box. Um, and we saw tremendous success in 2021 as a launch 
even comparison to how we look at as our seed treatments. Um, and probably the most exciting thing that we have so far with the NutriShield component uh, is within the past month, we just got our OMRI certification uh, for that product. So that's our first product that uh, has been labeled for the organic market. And, you know, when you really think of that organic space and you think of the people that are moving into that market, there's options that are very limited in nature with what they can and can't do. So we're really excited about NutriShield. We feel like it could be one of our biggest products within the Hefty Naturals portfolio. Um, and I'm really excited to be on here today just to try to talk about what it does. Okay. Lee, you were an early adopter, as we like to talk about, and that's what Extreme Ag uh, does and brings to the listeners, viewers, and members of Extreme Ag is that, you know, we always say we make the mistakes so you don't have to, and you've made a few mistakes, but one of the things that you think would be a mistake now would be not adopting biologicals into your cropping system. You used a heat shield beginning in crop year 2016. Hefty Naturals comes along last year with this thing called NutriShield. You decided to use it. Tell me about that. Well, uh, biology complements chemistry and fertility. That's the one thing people need to realize. It's they're a whole different category, but they play well with everything that we do uh, for production agriculture. And <clears throat> NutriCycle, we had a lot of experience with that. We really liked the product. And then we've also worked with Heat Shield. And I wouldn't exactly call me lazy, but unlike any other farmer, if you want to say, hey, Lee, do you want to put on two or three products or you want to just put on one and have it done? I want to put on one. I want to save time and I want to have a nice, easy delivery method. Uh, I don't want to look like I've been coated in something when I'm done loading my planner. I don't want to be all gunked up. I don't want plugged up filters. I, I, want, I want ease of use. That's what we're always looking for. I mean yeah, we want to make a return on investment, but I don't want something that's a pain to put on. Hey, you know what? TV dinners were invented for a reason. Uh, convenience, selling convenience and easy packaging works. It works for TV dinners and it works for the, the farmer out there putting on. Because you know what? You got a lot of stuff to do when it comes time to planting. You got a lot of boxes to check. The Genesis, you told us a little bit about it. Uh, How does it work? What does it do? Uh, man, what, what am I talking about here? You know, and I'm, I'm going to be the devil's advocate. Everybody's got a biological right now. Uh, you know, uh, bl blowing this plastic bag and dump it on your field. I don't know. I mean, come on. What, what really happens here? It's not, it's not, it's not pixie dust. Well, first and first and foremost, if anybody comes out and tells you that they've got a silver bullet, uh, they're, they're falsely incorrect. Um, you know, the, the reality is, is, this biological market, if a product is 66% winning trials, it gets moved on into a commercial product. And that's really been the struggle that we've had to this point within the Hefty Naturals portfolio is working with the experts, weeding out the trash basically in this market to figure out who's real and who's not. And you know, you take a product like NutriCycle, you take a product like HeatShield that have been proven time and time again that are showing results that are closer uh, to what growers expect with herbicide control or fungicide application. Uh, so heat shield NutriCycle, you've got heat shield that we talked about in a previous episode, but it's six strains of trichoderma that basically act as uh, fungi in a plant that helps with stress mitigation, whether that's with heat stress or salt stress or moisture stress because of a drought. Uh, heat shield is really an insurance policy to help that plant manage its environment and how it grows through stressful conditions. 
But really the powerhouse of NutriShield is NutriCycle. And what NutriCycle is, is it's 26 nutrient solubilizers that break minerals down into nutrient form. And how I best describe that to a particular customer is, is you go out and you put on potash. And potash in chemical form is KCL, potassium chloride. The problem is, is when a plant brings in potassium, it does not bring in the chloride with it. It brings in typically K2O. There has to be some sort of nutrient breakdown or mineralization in the soil in order for those nutrients to become available for the plant to bring in. And that's where the microbes of the soil come into play. We've got 26 different strains of microbes from a bacillus amyloquifacians to bacillus megatherium, super technical words. But the reality is, is regardless if it's a conventional till acre, a no-till acre, a wet acre, a dry acre, we have no idea the variability that these particular products are going to be put in. So the bigger portfolio of bios that we could put in a package gives us the consistency that we perform on multiple acres as opposed to say a shotgun approach where you have to limit this particular product's success based on a few acres because of its particular environment, it can or cannot survive. So you said 26 nutrient solubilizers. You talked about, it, you, you know, this helps you uptake stuff. So the, uh, the, the uh, yield, the, uh, the value proposition of Nutra Shield is quite simply that you get the benefit of the heat shield, meaning heat tolerance. And we all know we're going to go through a bad day, you know, July, whatever. But that while it's also doing that, while it's keeping Lee's crops um, comfortable on a 92 degree little heat stress uh, moment that he's got there in South Dakota, you're also making sure that that plant is still doing its job of bringing up the nutrients. Because he's putting yeah. the nutrients out there, right? He's, he's obviously not going unfertilized. He's got the nutrients out there. Is that what I'm talking about here with this, the big benefit? Absolutely. I mean, you, you, let's talk corn, for instance, right? On average, it's going to take you 100 to 120 growing degree units, GDUs, to get the plant to come out of the ground. Um, and, and what we have learned over since 2016 as a seed treatment is when NutriCycle and Heat Shield are incorporated as a seed treatment, we're getting a plant to emerge out of the ground faster. And the faster you can get a plant to emerge out of the ground, the quicker you can get to V2 to V3, the quicker the plant relies on making its own energy as opposed to having to rely on its seed energy in the seed. And so when we can incorporate NutriCycle and Heat Shield into the mix, you're bringing available nutrients to the plant faster for better uptake to speed that plant's process of growing to get it to rely on its own energy. And I think at the end of the day, that's the name of the game is the quicker we can get stand establishment and the faster that we can come out of the ground. If I can tell you that a plant can speed up by 10 GDUs out of the ground for here in South Dakota, you might rack up 10 GDUs in two weeks. Mm -hmm. So if you can have a corn plant out of the ground two weeks sooner, uh, based on those 10 GDUs, that could be the make or break success factor for your season. So it, it really has a big benefit. We, you know, we're talking about heat shield in a previous episode, and we just talked about now that it's going to take care of you on those terrible July, you know, heat stress moments. You just talked about this, this is going to do that in July, but in the meantime, in May, when our soil temperature is still hanging around 57 degrees or something, it's going to help me then too. That's right. Um, Lee. Mm -hmm. You were quick. You were quick to the trigger on using heat shield. Now you're you're uh, using NutriShield. Uh, I put this just on corn, right? Uh you can very go on any crop that we raise. That that's what's nice. But I want to be lazy. I want easy. I want it convenient. You know? Where have where have you used NutriShield? 
Uh, well, corn, soybeans, and wheat are primary crops. We can use it on anything. That's the nice thing about it. In the year 2021, what was your experience? We played with it. It was just, you know, brand new, brand, brand new product, brand new product. Yep. So where'd you, where'd you put it? Um, did you put it on all three crops? And then what were your results? We've got it. We got it on corn and some soybeans. And then we couldn't get it on wheat that we combined last year. Sure. But we products on for what we're going to do in 22. And the one thing like uh, last spring, I did root digs on corn just spiking through. And we had double the foot mass where we were putting this on versus untreated. And that's huge. Everybody, you see what's going on, you know, hey, the corn's up, it's coming out of the ground. It's all about what's under the ground, what you don't see. You got to dig. That's where you really see the benefit of, of good biology, good biologicals doing their job. Uh, they're stimulating root mass, increasing root mass that's going to pay all season long. Yeah. And you saw that, you saw that when your plants were four inches tall. When they're barely spiking through. When they're barely spiking. You saw already yeah. a, di a difference in root mass. Uh, because of using this. Um, so what would be the drawback? What would be anything in our first year? I mean, first years are tough. What would be a drawback? Have we seen anything or we see maybe a misapplication? Do we use it wrong anywhere and say, oh, crap, you know what? It didn't work in this application. Anything like that that we've got wrong? Yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, we were hoping that uh, we could use less of a carrier and the carrier being in case talc, um, less of a carrier. So, you know, you're not having to drag around these big five gallon bales of talc for coverage. And you know, we, we've probably found that fine line of where, where that coverage capability is. And, you know, it's forced us to make some adjustments going into the 2020 year two year where we've increased the carrier rate. We didn't do anything with the biology standpoint, but we saw in some of our contract research trials this past year where um, when we had less of a talc and, and didn't have near the coverage for a consistency standpoint, we saw some inconsistent results. But where we had the higher talc rates um, and we know we had good proper seed coverage, um, we had really, really good control. So Here, here's the kicker on that is that what you're telling me is obviously it's a concentrated product and it's, a, right. dry, it's a dry product as a powder. Right. Uh, so it's a dry powder. And to get it to have enough distribution in your seed box, you got to have it mixed. You know, it's like everything. The problem is if you don't. So this operator, Lee, he wants to be lazy. He'd like to just buy a couple ounces and sprinkle it in there. But the problem is you don't get enough distribution, enough uh, saturation if right. you don't have enough carrying. So now he's got to carry around five gallon buckets of stuff of which only a few ounces of it in that five gallon bucket is the active. Well, we still don't have to go that high. So our, our use recommendation today is uh, we have a three pound container of, of NutriShield that covers 45 units of corn or 80 units of soybeans. So you're looking at roughly an ounce of product per unit of seed. So we're still not talking crazy numbers or anything like that. It's hey, just, let's just pretend Matt, that maybe one of my friends that lives in the suburbs that's never planted corn, but they love what we're explaining right here. What's a unit just so that they know? Yeah, so a unit of corn is 80,000 uh, kernels that's in a bag. Of, a bag of corn is 80,000 kernels, uh, typically 56 pounds, a bushel. Uh, in soybeans, a unit is 140,000 seeds that are typically in that bag. So, you know, if, if Lee is planting uh, 30,000 seeds per acre, that bag of 80,000 kernels is going to cover roughly two and a half acres. 
and uh, 140,000 uh, seed beans. Uh, would would that be a bag? That'd be a bag. Also, 140,000 beans. 140,000 for beans, and and typically that, that weigh about 60 pounds. About 60 pounds. Yep, and you're going to see roughly that unit be out for soybeans on a per acre basis. Roughly, growers are going to run about 140,000. Some of the higher end guys are going to cut those rates back, and you know Kelly Garrett and your guys' Extreme Ag Group has done a lot of work with looking at those lower populations and, and what that entails. So there's been a lot of work done, whole other conversation, but a lot of work done in lower populations and seed beans. And I think there's some future to that. So just for the fun of it, then using your numbers, we got a three pound container of NutraShield and it's a, a, a talcum powder, it's a powder. Yep. Um, and I'm going to dump that into my seed box on my planter uh, three pounds is going to treat how many units of corn? 45 units of corn. Or so that is basically 45 bags in the old days when you bought, brought up bags of corn. Yeah. That's, that's three. How do I get enough on? Yeah. So roughly it's an ounce per unit of seed. And, and basically what we recommend is if you've got an, op, uh, an ability with a tender system, we've got the CT applicators that can be installed. Um, that can feather in that talc as it's being applied into the box. Yep. Or we recommend to growers that as they're filling their center fill units, uh, put a third of the seed in, add some of this product, fill in more, and just continue to feather that product in as that seed's being incorporated into the box. That's kind of a challenge. I mean, just because it's such small amounts to make sure that you get it equally proportioned. Is that a challenge? Because here's how, Lee... At De La Rosa Farms, when my wife said, how much Roundup do I put in the backpack sprayer? And I went, eh, eh. I go by smell. It looks fine to me. Do you want to walk through the driveway more than once? Just Is that too much? I said, sure, but how much walking do you want to do the backpack sprayer? I'm a little less precise when it comes to such things. But there at Luber's Farms, you've got a lot of acres to cover. How do you make sure you're only getting three ounces on uh, uh, per uh, unit or one ounce, one ounce per unit? We know what we're weighing in from our seed tenders. So we have talked, put part of it in, sprinkle some in. When you're all said and done, you get your pounds in, it's there, and it's filtering down, and it's electrostatically charged. It's adhering to seed. Uh, it helps even itself out. Several years ago, we tried another product, and uh, it was talc in biology. And that one the rate got to be so high, we end up plugging up seed tubes and planters. And if you want to be in a bad mood, go take a nice hot day in an air compressor, start blowing out seed tubes and looking like a ghost. You're yeah. not happy. Yeah. That's one thing where they put a lot of thought into it. You need the talc, you need the biology, but getting the ratios right. And so you're not, so you're not over talking. You get into over talking situations, that's worse than yeah, right. Because now you got too much gunk, too much gunk clogging up your system. And that, and that affects seed per, meter performance, yeah. spacing. Yeah. Uh, that was a part season adventure for us. And we went and we got rid of those, those buckets and we never used it again, which with NutraShield, that's not an issue. It's, it's products we need, but it's a low rate and it, it filters down, no issues. Man, are there going to be, go ahead. So one of the, one of the big things is, you know, this is a hundred percent talc based product and you're going to have some growers here that have run some sort of precision meter or maybe a Kinsey meter where they need to add some sort of graphite to the mix because <clears throat> that's what their system needs in order to operate. 
uh, we don't have any issues with graphite. And, and what our recommendation is, is if you need graphite into your mix or you feel like you're not getting enough talc from this particular product, you can incorporate those at the same time as, as incorporating the NutraShield. The difficulty is, is right now today, we carry roughly an 18 month shelf life with NutraShield. We're dealing with living a living organism. Um, this product typically gets made in February and March. So it's as fresh as fresh can be going into that grower. And we try not to carry any uh, extra product. Basically, we want to be sold out in the season, but we don't add graphite to the mix because when we incorporate graphite into that container, we go to about a 30 day window. Um, and that graphite basically acts as a, as a mini razor blades that start to tear away at the protective coating on the dormant uh, microbes that are in there. So uh, there's a lot of confusion in the marketplace today with some of these products. And there's a lot of companies that are beginning to sell an 80, 20 mix with biology and a graphite. And uh, we've really struggled with that because all of our data to this point has shown as soon as we add a graphite product into the mix, our shelf life just completely tanks yeah. um, because of that graphite. Yeah. So I understand that. So it, it, like I said, there's a little more precision with this and you're talking about small quantities and you've also got to make sure that just like the heat shield, it doesn't play well with others uh, <laughs> as your, as your report card used to say, or at least mine did from grade school, it doesn't play well with others. Uh, answer me this. You know, two podcast recordings, Lee, that's the first thing I've said he's chuckled at. So I don't know, man, maybe he's starting to warm up. But anyway, man, results, test results, response in the marketplace. Give me some uh, give me some stories of what you've seen and also give me some actual numbers maybe I can crunch on that you've yep. seen. And, you know, and, and I know it's only been a year. Yeah. So let's let's talk. Let's go numbers right away. Uh, a grower is going to plant 30,000, uh, you know, so we're talking about an ounce per unit of seed or 45 unit hard box in a, in a container of NutraShield. Obviously, these dollars are going to change based on the seeding rate across the acre. So if a grower is using 30,000 seeds per acre, this product is roughly 840 an acre. If you're up into that 33,000 or 34,000 number, this product becomes closer to nine to $10 an acre because of the amount of seeds that you're planting um, you know, you're, you're putting more seeds to the acre. So that's, yeah, that's so, first yeah, so that, as opposed to something that's simply a matter of going spray two ounces of this on an acre, this varies by the number of seeds going in the ground. That's so right. This is where, like we talked about extreme ags, uh, Kelly, and then also down, uh, Matt miles did experimentation, um, on reduced, uh, seed population, especially in soybeans, going clear down to as low as 34,000 uh, seeds per acre. You'll be using much less if you use less seed, of course. That's right. Your numbers say if you're planting 100,000 or 80,000 seeds per acre, hundred, I say 100,000 on soybeans, eight bucks, nine bucks. Yeah, it'd be in that eight to nine dollar range. So you know, it's all dependent on, on that seed rate. And I just, I wanted to be clear with that. Now, from a return on investment standpoint, um, we spent a lot of time trying to vet this product out because I think we know what the potential lies. So um, we took a competitive hybrid. You know, we're, we're known in the marketplace with, with hefty corn that every bag of our, our corn that we sell comes automatically with NutriCycle and Heat Shield. Uh, so we took a competitive hybrid from another company that doesn't have biology in the seed right here on the hefty farm and split the planter. And so one side of the planter had the hybrid. The other side of the planter had the hybrid plus NutraShield, and we saw a seven and a half bushel advantage just in that situation. 
Um, in our contract research that we did this year, where we looked at identical hybrids, and we looked at the hybrids that were treated with just a standard F&I package, fungicide insecticide of a Celeron and Poncho versus Hefty Complete versus that standard F&I Plus NutriShield. All that work was done by a third-party company for us. Uh, we saw a 12 bushel advantage with Hefty Complete. We saw almost a 14 bushel advantage this year with NutriShield. So it gives us really, really big excitement that whether it's a you know, bag of hefty corn where we've always seen the benefit of NutriCycle and Heat Shield as a seed treatment, mm -hmm. we're getting those similar results uh, with NutriShield as a talc-based product um, where growers can use on a competitive acre. So you know, we know in the seed business that you look at all the relationships across the board, the two most loyal relationships, number one, equipment. You're either red or you're green or maybe yellow. And it's very hard to switch that type of relationship. The second most loyal relationship is typically seed, um, whether it's Pioneer, DeKalb, uh, Hefty, whoever it may be in the marketplace. It takes a lot to change that relationship once you've got that long-term relationship established with the seed salesman. So for us, in order to be successful in the marketplace, growers have to see the value of our seed treatment. And with NutriShield, it gives us the ability to go in on that competitive acre, still be able to own that relationship with that seed salesman, don't have to force them to change from a Pioneer bag or a decal bag, but incorporate what we've learned in our seed technology right into that planter box option. And I think that's where the true success of NutriShield is going to be, is the convenience of that product. I like the convenience, and I like all this. Now I'll go to... I want Lee to talk about either what he wants or what he sees and then what you see. Speaking of convenience, we talked about for eight to 10 bucks an acre. Um, and you gave me a number of seven bushels and I was on corn. So I just spent uh, at most, I spent 10 bucks and at, uh, at seven bushel corn, we'll call it five bucks a corn, which is going to be a little more than that this year, probably. So that's four, 35 to $40. So I just, I just four times my investment. Lee and I always talk about business. Lee, if, if you, if I give you a dollar uh, uh, cost and you can make $4 back, you're going to take that? Every day, all day long. Yep. Next question. You talked about convenience. This thing made your life easier or it makes your life, makes your business easier. You know, that's what we, anything that shortens, as my friend Rob Sykes says, uh, uh, ag tech guy, if you shorten, uh, if you shorten time and distance, if you shorten time and distance, you'll always make money shortening time and distance. This shortens time and distance to a certain regard. What is next? What is next? We didn't even use biologicals uh, when you and I were kids. You know, it was all new here recently. Now they're proliferating. What's next? What's next in way of products? What's next in way of products that also shorten time and distance? What's next in way of using biologicals, technology, everything like that? What's next? We're already seeing that. That's, that's where NutriShield comes into place. Things that were working, they figured out how to incorporate them together and make it easy. So uh, NutriCycle, we had used that a long time ago, several years ago and great product on the seed and in furrow. And then it evolved into microcycle. And then it's like, well, hey, it's still such a great product, base product. And then it's like, then we all discovered the value of uh, heat shield. And then Hefty's figured out how to change things around and put them together. And make right. uh, and I like, what's that? I like easy. 
Yeah, I like easy too. Matt, what do you see? What's next? What's coming down the track? Because we're already talking about using stuff that's in small amounts. That's not hardcore chemistry. Like we, you know, we, we use, we have touched some pretty nasty stuff in our, in our uh, agricultural business over the years. This is not nasty stuff. You know, this is not, this is not, uh, you know, this is not nasty stuff. And also it's not in big quantities. And also it's kind of next generation thinking. And also you made it easy. What's next? You know, I mean, let's, let's be, let's be honest and talk about the market. I mean, you see that, when major manufacturers start to invest in this space and the hundreds and millions of dollars that's been put into this, you know, from a basic manufacturing standpoint, if I have a new herbicide or a new fungicide, we're talking seven years and roughly $250 million worth of investment to get a label from the EPA to have a commercialized product to sell in the market. When we look at this biological space, the speed to market is so much faster. I mean, we're talking about products that are able to get to market in under three years and a couple million dollars. So, I mean, I think the future is is endless and, and there's a lot of things in the market that we don't still have a full understanding. Yeah. I mean, we're working with a company now that uh, is soil sampling the, the, the subsoil that we're, that we're growing our crops in where 96% of the DNA that they have sampled out of that soil has not been genomed. They, they don't have a, an understanding of what those particular biological assets are in that soil. Yeah. So you have 4% of the soil that's basically been mapped. I mean, soil that's feeding the world and feeding the population growth that we have, we still don't have that understanding of what that soil looks like. So, and, we should, and we should point out, he doesn't mean... He doesn't mean 96% or 94% that hasn't been mapped as in soil survey maps. He means talking about the biology of that soil, which is going to be, in my opinion, I think we're going to see more changes in the next five to 10 years than we saw in the last 100. And let's face it, agriculture in the last 100 saw as much or greater progress than the previous 9,900 years of ag before it, you know, the shift to mechanical chemistry, biologicals, uh, GMOs, uh, you know, the technology, the GPS, everything else that's all happened recently. What if we see that much of a fold again in the next 10? Are we going to Lee? I think we're we're just gearing up. I mean, I I really feel that in uh, our our first ten years of testing biological products before we really got working with the hefty guys, we wasn't seeing a lot. And then when we started exchanging ideas and and they got working with the right people, and that's the nice thing too. They've actually introduced us to the people that are behind the scenes that are figuring out <clears throat> these species and what they can do and what they can, how they affect the plant. And I like it when they can put me together with those people and I figured out they're not just trying to fact, fast track something to get it in the market to make an easy buck. They're all people that they've dedicated their whole life to biology, biologicals, and they got a passion for it. Next thing I know, two, three hours is gone and we're still talking. Yeah. And I mean, I learn a lot from them. They learn from a producer because I'm a farmer. That's that's what I am. That's how we pay our bills. And and like Matt said, yeah, a lot of companies are jumping in the biological space because, hey, we can fast track, get things into the pipeline, make some sales. I'm a farmer. I don't care. Uh, I The technology is there to be able to fast track and figure out these species, how they work so that we can get access to things 
that we wasn't able to get 10 years ago. I want species that work. I want ease of delivery. I want return on investment. So that's the thing. The market's a lot more crowded than it was. Yeah. And there's more stuff you got. You got to separate more wheat from the chaff. Yeah. Uh, you really do in, in biologicals. But there's some wonderful products out there and feel very fortunate to be able to test things for hefties a lot of times because we've seen some really cool things. And, and, it, and it fosters us to think more about it and we're more excited about it. And, and we're seeing it, it complements chemistry and fertility. It, it already complements what we're doing out there in the field. You know, Damian, the one, the one thing that I want to say is, you know, you look at what's happened over the past 18 months with the cost of land, right? I mean, this had one of my growers back home in Central Illinois tell me that 320 acres just went up and it was for $17,400 an acre. You know, and you try to think about how you pencil that thing out, it takes higher production. And I think that there's going to be a shift happening in this market that instead of growers trying to get bigger from a landmass standpoint, they're going to get more productive on the acres that they have. And, you know, again, none of these products that we have, no biological, no natural product in the marketplace today is a silver bullet. But when you can use these particular products at the price points that they're at, that's what it's going to take to get these people to become more profitable on the acres that they farm today. And as soon as that shift happens and that understanding happens where growers realize they've got to do more with less, that's where this technology really is going to take off. I, by the way, it's almost like you've been listening to past episodes because a common theme that we've covered here at Extreme Ice Cutting the Curve is getting more return on the acres you have, especially in the light of uh, input prices are so, you know, boosted in the going into the 2022 season from where they were a year or two ago. So you've got a huge input cost. So it's like, man, how can I get the maximum out of that? And also with land values. Yeah. When you're talking, you know, Chicago Federal Reserve in November said we were up 18 to 20% in Midwest farm ground property. Uh, in, in, you're going to go out and grab a bunch more acres to get more bushels. Maybe you can grab eight to 10 more bushels on the acres you have, which is what this whole entire uh, exercise is all about. His name's Lee Lubers one of the founders of Extreme Ag, you could please, and I, I encourage you to do this, share some of these episodes around because there's so much great content with the, the guys from Extreme Ag, Lee, uh, you know, uh, uh, Matt and Kevin and Chad and Kelly. I mean, they're just sharing so much stuff. And then with great companies coming on that are letting us trial their stuff and telling the story of what, and, and, and not unwilling to admit the hiccups or some of the mistakes they've made. Again, that's what we offer here to you, the listener. So if you want to learn more about any of this, Matt, how do they find you? Yeah, just go to our website, heptyseed.com backslash naturals, or any grower in our territory can get one of our 49 locations across 10 states uh, and talk to one of our agronomists about our products in the naturals portfolio. I'd also like to remind you, and I don't know when you're listening to this, but if it's before the Commodity Classic, me and the guys from Extreme Ag are going to be at Commodity Classic. You can hear from guys like Lee Lubers, where we'll be doing panel discussions uh, there that you can check us out. So uh, be sure to go to extremeag.farm and figure out how you can tie into all this. Matt Thompson, thanks for being here. He's the brand manager for Hefty Naturals. Pretty awesome, pretty awesome guy for being an Illinois guy. And then Lee Lubers, thanks for being here as ever. Till next time. Till next time, it's Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve. That's a wrap for this episode of Cutting the Curve, but there's plenty more. 
Check out ExtremeAg.farm, where you can find past episodes, instructional videos, and articles to help you squeeze more profit out of your farm. Cutting the Curve is brought to you by Advanced Drainage Systems, the leader in agriculture water management solutions.